You are listening to the sermon stream of the Mulvane Church of Christ in Mulvane, Kansas. Subscribe in your favorite podcatching app or find and listen to any sermon online at mulvanechurch.com slash sermons. We'll turn then to Psalm 36. This psalm will neatly divide itself into two halves. The errors and vanities of the wicked. And then countering that is the steadfast love, the hesed love, the covenant love, sometimes called uh, a a, uh, continual love. Or um, it's it's the closest word we have in the Old Testament to our New Testament word and concept of grace. But that, that, that love that God has for his people because they are his people and his, that he continually takes care of them through his covenant is in uh, this uh, steadfast love of the second half. And so then when we get to the second half on the, the good and steadfast love of God, uh, we'll have three sections on that, each pretty short, uh, uh, extended to uh, all under heaven, extended particularly to those uh, who are in his covenant, and then to those who are faithful. So it's kind of a, a drawing down uh, and, and concentrating that love on uh, and how it's truly shown to the faithful. So we start with the indictment of the wicked. Psalm 36, the first four verses. Transgression speaks to the wicked deep in his heart. There is no fear of God before his eyes. For he flatters himself in his own eyes that his iniquity cannot be found out and hated. The words of his mouth are trouble and deceit. He has caused, or he has ceased to act wisely and to do good. He plots trouble while on his bed. He sets himself in a way that is not good. He doesn't reject evil. That's a pretty thoroughgoing corruption, isn't it? Uh, Might certainly uh, well be, and seen that way, especially because there's a phrase there uh, in the latter part of uh, verse 1, there is no fear of God before his eyes. Does that sound familiar to us? It's Romans 3.18. In the section of the book of Romans, when Paul is talking about the universality of sinfulness, and he begins in verse 10, with there's none righteous, no, not one, none that understands, none that seek for God. All have turned aside together. They've all become useless. And on he goes. The last quote in that montage of mostly Psalms, a little a phrase or two from Isaiah, I believe. Uh, but it ends with this Psalm, Psalm 36, 1, also Romans 3, 18. There is no fear of God before their eyes. So that's part of the... Uh, proof case of the Apostle Paul for the universality of sin. Now, in contrast to that, in contrast to the uh, deep world of sin, these sinners who are thinking evil always, even on their bed, he plots trouble on his bed. Well, luckily God in heaven is plotting and thinking something else. Verse 5, your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens your faithfulness to the clouds. Your righteousness is like the mountain of God. Your judgments are like the great deep. Man and beast, you save, O Lord. Well, there's God's goodness, kindness, and righteousness. 
to the heavens, to the clouds, to the mountains, to the seas, to the men, to the beast. Who would God be good to? Verse 7, we concentrate it now down to those in his covenant. How precious is your steadfast love, O God. The children of mankind take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the abundance of your house, and you give them drink from the rivers of your delights. For with you is a fountain of life. In your light, we do see light. We could preach from John 1 about this. We could preach from uh, the garden before sin about this. We could preach from the restoration of uh, uh, the new heavens and new earth in the book of Revelation about this. Here we've got God's love for his people. So, verse 10. Oh, continue your steadfast love to those that know you and your righteousness to the upright of heart. So keep us in this relationship and keep us in this mindset. Keep us in this world of God. Verse 11, let not the foot of arrogance come upon me, nor the hand of the wicked drive me away. There the evildoer, he uh, lie fallen, they are thrust down, unable to rise. And so the humble prayer at the end, Lord, keep me in that world. Keep me in that world of your steadfast love. Keep me in all things that are yours. And he said, keep me from the wicked in verse 11. But also he says in verse 11, keep me from arrogance. How are we going to leave this world of God and his goodness? Thinking too much of ourselves is a surefire way to start walking away from it and toward that wicked world described in the first verses. So, Psalm 36, the steadfast, the continual love of God extending to the heavens, up to the clouds, as high as the mountain of God, and as far as the deep sea, verses 5 and 6, saving us. Well, that then we depend and want to look. Let those be the things that we meditate on and seek to build our life around. And tonight, if you need to come to Jesus, the one in whom these blessings have now been fully realized and dispersed to mankind, if you need to come confessing him or confessing sin to return, we offer the invitations we stand and sing. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ. Additional sermons and information available online at mulvanechurch.com. Come see what a difference the Bible way makes.